CNN gave staffers CNN Plus gift boxes after firing them, according to this report. And it, imagine getting slapped in your face by you getting fired after only three weeks of working at this job to then get a gift basket. <laughs> it's just, it's so depressingly sad. <laughs> so ex-staffers at CNN Plus who were fired last month after not even the month-old streaming service was abruptly shut down got gift boxes the following week that were filled with CNN Plus swag, according to a report. CNN's new parent company, Warner Bros. Discovery, delivered a gut punch to the laid-off employees as it mistakenly mailed out the gifts to employees who had been fired a week earlier, according to the Wall Street Journal. They mistakenly mailed this out? Uh Uh-huh. Sure they did. The boxes included branding gear from pens to food containers as well as items such as popcorn maker and headphones, the publication reported, adding that some of the boxes included welcome notes. Okay, so probably they did actually do that mistakenly. This is an incredible time to be part of CNN, one note said. Build relationships and take time to connect with colleagues and learn so that you make the most of your time here. CNN told the journal that the guests were sent out by accident, but the ill-timed gesture gesture, rubbed salt into an already raw wound. I'd have to say so. He's like, oh yeah, hey, welcome to CNN Plus after, you know, like a week of you being fired from CNN Plus. <laughs> Roughly 400 staffers were recruited to work for CNN's new streaming service. And here's the thing, that's like that's already too many people to work on it. A startup that cost $300 million to get off the ground before it was shuttered by new owners within a month of its launch. And this is the thing that always confuses me because like, I read a story not too long ago about a 19-year-old girl who was able to generate 50, 50, five, zero million dollars in a year from her OnlyFans account. Okay? So you're telling me a multi-billion dollar corporation with 400 people working there couldn't figure out how to turn this stupid thing profitable. Like, they literally destroyed this in a month. Like, how bad do you have to be? So after AT&T spun off Warner Media in a $43 billion merger with Discovery to form Warner Bros. Discovery, CNN's expensive streaming service was one of the first things new management examined as the company looked to shore up costs. CEO David Zelas decided to kill CNN Plus after learning the $5.99 a month service signed up roughly 150,000 subscribers in its first few weeks and was being <coughs> watched by between 5,000 and 10,000 people at any given moment, according to reports. Like, that is some really bad 
numbers. I don't even think that's actually even 10% of how many people are actually subscribed. Like that's that's really bad. So the numbers were a bad sign, even though CNN employees argued that CNN Plus was on track to hit internal targets of 2 million U.S. subscribers in the first year, and that the plug was pulled too soon. Discovery and Warner Media completed their merger on Friday, April 8th, and on April 14th, Sesloff and Top Brass decided to end CNN Plus, the journal reported. Two days later, Chris Litt, the new head of CNN, addressed some 400 employees at the network's New York City offices to break the news of the streaming services closure. This is a uniquely S situation, Litt said at the time. The new Isaac was brought to replace Jeff Zucker, who wanted to launch CNN Plus at the end of March. Zucker never got the opportunity to see his final product get off the ground because he resigned in early February after his years-long relationship with Chief Marketing Officer Addison Galos became public. In the last day of operations for CNN Plus was April 28th, and according to sources, CNN Plus logos were removed from site, and a massive CNN Plus sculpture was taken out of the building and replaced with one for HBO Max, the company's main streaming service, Stafford said. And here's another thing, too, that you got to think about, right? Having so many different streaming options under one company doesn't really necessarily make sense, right? For example, you could view it as, I think, um, the two different companies I of, uh, like, think Crunchyroll and Funimation. They had two different animation, like, anime streaming platforms with roughly the same concept. They were going back and forth, back and forth, even though they were owned by the same company. Like, they were actually owned by the same company. So, eventually, they discontinued Funimation and is merging everything into Crunchyroll. Like, that's the way to do it. Like, it doesn't make sense to have, like, oh, you want this one app here, this other app here, another app over there, another thing over here. Like, you're splitting your attention in so many different ways, and you're confusing your customer customer base, you're confusing your audience, so why are you doing any of that, right? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And this is basically what caused them to just lose so much money, even though they had hundreds of people working on it. Like, imagine you brought 400 people, used the capacity of all 400 people's brain and work ethic, willpower, thoughts, whatever, right? And you still fail and lose $300 million? Like, what are you guys even doing? Like, what have you guys been doing at all? Because at the very same time that this was going on, a 19-year-old was able to make $50 million in a single year from an OnlyFans account, and yet... 400 people working for a multi-billion dollar corporation can't even turn a profit with their app? Like, how 
How absurdly stupid do you guys have to be to screw up this badly, right? Because that's a lot of money to lose for nothing. Like, literally for nothing. And, like, the shows that they try to create on that plus platforms, like, do you really think that anyone actually wants to go over there and watch that? Like, dear lord.